Welcome to OK Girl, Let's Talk, a podcast to share our real opinions and chat about dating, our faith, pop culture, and more. So grab a glass of wine or a cup to spill the tea as we laugh through a real conversation on living our best Black women lives. OK, girl, let's talk. All right, ladies, on this episode of OK Girl, Let's Talk, we're talking about mental health, and this is actually our first episode of a series So we are so excited to be talking about how the pandemic has impacted our mental health. We'll be discussing how we were feeling before the pandemic, how the pandemic changed us, and our hopes for the future. Okay, so as we all know, we're a year and some change into a pandemic. And so obviously our lives looked a little different a year ago, and they're starting to kind of get back to normal, but not really. But the past year has been interesting, to say the least. (laughs) So let's go back to March of 2020 and just like recap, like what we were thinking, how we were feeling, like what were your thoughts when, you know, your life changed literally? I was really, really scared. So I had been following the pandemic and its outbreak in China since the beginning of the year. So in January, 2020, I probably shouldn't have been doing this, but I would get to work every morning and spend the first hour reading articles on the pandemic. And it was really weird, the transition from January to March, because like, you know, back in January, I would tell my coworker, oh my gosh, girl, like they're shutting down the schools. Mm -hmm. They're shutting down, you know, pretty much everything. And I would just kind of tell her like the logistics of what was happening in China. And then just to kind of see that kind of like be the future of the rest of the world in the United States. Like I was absolutely terrified because it was first me just like reading the news. Yeah. Like understanding what's going on in the world. And then to have it happen here was really, really jarring. Girl, I was scared. I was scared too. More so because of the uncertainty. I don't think it really hit me that it was like a health pandemic. Which sounds very selfish to say, so forgive me, but this is how I felt. Like, I'm like, okay, so how does this affect me? Like, what, what is, what's going to happen with my job? I was working in the hospitality industry. So obviously people are not going to be traveling as much. Like, what does this mean for like my income? Like very selfish reasons, but it was still like, okay, things are changing, but like how much are they going to change? And what does this mean for really the the rest of the world? Like how we operate in the world um, for however long, which I thought we thought it was going to be a couple months. And here we are a year later (laughs) and we're kind of on the tail end of it, kind of. But yeah, I was, I don't know what word I would, maybe I felt uncertain. That'd probably be the best word to say. Tisha, what'd you think? So initially, um, you know, like Morgan, I started looking in January and I was like, you know, looking at China and like all the deaths. And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, and me, I'm just thinking like, it's just going to stay in China. And then when I um, was reading on the news and watching the news and the cruise, cruises you know y'all remember that but the cruises like yeah people were stuck on the cruise and people were dying on the cruise and i'm like oh my gosh like this is real like y'all is real when it touched down in the united states i remember i was at the atlanta brunch festival 
it was March. It was a week before everything shut down in the United wow. States. Wow. And we were partying up. Everybody, yeah. it was thousands of people there, you know. And, you know, not no care in the world. Like, anybody at that festival could have had COVID. Yeah. You know, but my mom was like, okay, it's not, it's not going to affect us at all, you know. And I think everybody there was thinking the same thing. And I remember at work, you know, we wouldn't, um, the weekends, you know, week four shut down, you know, they were not mandating masks. I remember one of the coworkers, somebody came in sick and she wore a mask because she, you know, was like reading news and um, mm-hmm. watching news and reading the paper and all that stuff about, you know, the COVID and it had touched down in the United States. And, you know, she wore a mask with the patient and the doctor, you know, went, like it was so upset. Like, how dare you? You know, you got the patient feeling a, a certain type of way because people wore a mask. And then a week later, it's like, okay, we get an email mandated. Everybody got to wear one. This and that, and, you know, proper PPE. And I'm like, well, I remember last week, you know, she got fussed at for wearing a mask because the patient was sick. And now it's like, and my job totally changed after that, you know, because yeah. I work in the healthcare. So, you know, it, <laughs> and it's still changed since then. So, um, but my initial thought was like, it's not going to, it's not going to fit me at all. That's yeah, crazy. Really yeah. Another reason why I was scared and like, this is just like me being really anxious is that like, I'm so into like science fiction. <laughs> this is going to be a book that I read. Like our, our United States is going to turn into like the Hunger Games or something. Oh my like, gosh. I, <laughs> I legitimately thought that. I was so terrified. Especially That's what it felt like. Yeah, the stay-at-home orders and like the announcements on the like interstate. I was like, "Dang, this is it!" Yeah, I actually like the stay-at-home orders because I went to work every day, and the highways was so pretty, y'all. Oh, I love (laughs) everybody that. (laughs) I feel like the letter, my central worker letter, like I'm allowed on the highway. Oh my god! I forgot about those. I feel like now that things are kind of getting back to normal, like like we said, we're we're all three of us in Atlanta, so things have kind of been quote unquote back to normal for us for a minute because we don't get into it on this podcast. But (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like now, as of recently, though, our traffic is back the way it was, and for a year we've been like cruising through the city like no traffic nothing now we're like what are all these people doing out here like (laughs) those people are the same people that was there a year ago we used to try and go somewhere at five o'clock on 75 okay yeah so honestly the traffic really i definitely enjoyed it during it was so nice oh i love these people staying at home right nobody yes right I know that's wrong. I mean, I love my kids. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, but even even pre-pandemic though, mm-hmm. you could always tell tell when school was in session yeah. and when it wasn't. Because when it was in session, there was more traffic than it when it wasn't. Like yeah. I remember driving from my parents' house to the city <laughs> and being like and like like during the summer and it wasn't bad, but the moment school started back, I was like, oh no, I cannot like do this commute anymore because it's just too thick. Like it's too much, right. too many people around. Yeah. And people don't want to drive either, so that makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so COVID has reached the shores of the US. 
our jobs have taken, you know, a toll for however, or actually let us know like what exactly happened with your job, like with your day-to-day, how was your day-to-day affected and what did you do to like, like, how did you handle it? Like, what did you do to kind of cope with that change? Okay. Well, my day-to-day <laughs> was affected with, you know, um, mandate mask at work. Um, we started have patients couldn't come in the office. We had to screen them outside, which Ooh. is still going on to this day. You know, we have a greeter, so they have to take a temperature and ask you a series of questions. And even we had to call them on the phone to make sure, you know, they haven't like at first it was like, have you been on a cruise or have you traveled internationally? Now we don't ask, you know, the internationally or are you been on the cruise question because now they realize you can, you know, it's in the United States, so no need to ask that anymore. Um, and then actually my office, all the offices um, in the healthcare field that I work in, they actually shut down. Um, and then they only opened up like three to four offices for it called the quote unquote hub office. So that's for acute care for people. But the rest of us had to do tele telemedicine. So Ooh. All, all my work was in a, I was in a uh, exam room because we had to go, I had to go on campus and work in the exam room with my doctor. And we just did, you know, telemedicine all day, every day, you wow. know, so it was different. So I got brought out the office that I know into another office in the exam room with no window because I'm used to windows. So I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what yeah. is going on? Like, give me my window. Now I don't see nothing, you know. So now I, I'm one of people, I'm an extrovert. So now I have to get out this exam room and talk to everybody in the office because I cannot stay in a room yeah. like that. Um, so that was different, you know, have to wear a mask all the time. Yeah. Um, actually bothered me in my face too because my face is really sensitive. So I broke out a lot. Um, so, and, you know, the pandemic happened like right, I guess right in the midst of like my birthday. So that was, mm-hmm. that was a different birthday. Um, and in my day to day, the traffic was beautiful. So I didn't have to worry about traffic. So I, I mean, I just, I love that, you know, moving to Atlanta was, that's the one thing I hated was the traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, school, I was actually on campus going to school. And so they shut that down. I had to go you know, virtual learning with schooling too. So my, everything in my life changed dramatically, but it, it, it wasn't, I adapted easily. You know, I can't say that, that I was happy that I was, I adapted easily to change um, with going virtually with both with work and school. Yeah. Yeah. I love that for you. I did not adapt easily at all. <laughs> I was really sad. Like, it was rough. It was so rough. Um, at that time, I was living by myself. And so I spent a lot of time with my parents. I think during the first initial like shutdown, I was probably, for like March and April, I was probably at my apartment seven whole days. <laughs> because like it was just so hard like living there by myself and just feeling like, literally the world was ending it was just mm-hmm. it was just really heavy and then I started working from home which I still do and will do for the foreseeable future um but at that time I was in a different role and my supervisor really wanted to mimic real life um virtually which I did not really understand why um so we would do like group lunches over zoom and what? Things that I just, I just really didn't want to do. I'm not that type of um, 
you know, a person where I want to like hang out with my coworkers very, very often. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like not my cup of tea. Um, but to also do that over zoom, yeah, zoom lunches would be awkward anyway. Like, yeah. I'm eating salad. Yeah, me too, girl. Yeah. Like, oof, I want to be on my phone. Like, yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but yeah. yeah, just just kind of adapting. And also, I think seeing people's hesitance to, to believe that the virus is real was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, being in public health, seeing how, like, messaging around mask use changed a lot you know like still to this day like I don't personally I don't agree with people not being able not having to wear a mask outside like it makes sense but also I I truly don't think it makes sense because then like people you know lie about vaccines now yeah and I remember seeing sorry this is just a random thing but I saw um a YouTube clip or something of I don't know if she was a doctor or they had a guest on a news show it's a news segment and they were saying, like, don't post your vaccine card online because people are, like, reproducing them to be mm-hmm. fake. Yeah, I saw that, too. And I'm and like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. And then something about, like, the vial that your vaccine comes from, like, the, the stock number or whatever mm-hmm. they write on the vaccine card. Apparently, like, only, obviously, only but so many vaccines come from the vial. So they're able to track down. Like, oh, Leah, you came from 296J. I don't think anyone's really doing that. Like, But it's possible. But it is possible. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I did not adjust well. I feel like until like October, November, I was just like, I was not doing well. Like, it was really hard for me to adjust to the pandemic. Same. Um, for me, it was, like I said before, mostly the uncertainty. Um, being that I'm in hospitality. Um, it started when like groups started canceling and, um, and when I say I'm in hospitality, I'm specifically like events. So like conferences, stuff like that, just to clarify. So, um, events started canceling. We ended up having a meeting saying, Hey, y'all are going to have to go down to four days a week. Um, and we're not paying you for the fifth day unless you want to use your PTO. And I was like, well, okay. Mm. So then literally the next week we had another meeting and it was like, okay, so some of you guys are going to be furloughed. Your director will let you know. This is a GM like telling us that. And we're like, okay, well, we could have just like foregone this meeting. Like, can we just get <laughs> pulled in by our director? To let us know. And so literally all day I was stressed out. I'm like, am I going to get furloughed? What are we going to do? Like, like what's happening? And so um, my director finally pulled us in and he was like, yeah, so we're going to furlough you. But um, we're, our ideal time to bring you back is June 1st. Um, so yeah, so I've been furloughed since March, so June 1st didn't happen. Um, but I think when it happened, I was like, wait a minute, like now what? Like I have, I have an apartment, I have bills, like I'm going to be furloughed. Like, what do I do? I was like, just honestly freaking out. Cause 
I had never done anything in relation to unemployment. They said I could apply, but I'm like, well, how much am I going to get? How does, what does the process look like? All that stuff, which I think they could do a better job in explaining to people, but whatever. Um, and then it was just like a drastic change from my normal life. And I've been talking to some people that are also in the hospitality industry recently. And the change was drastic for us in particular, because that's the only industry I can speak for, because we're so used to being like, go, go, go on our feet 12 hours a day, like making sure stuff is good. There's always like stuff hitting the fan. So you got it like always on go. Mm -hmm. So when the pandemic happened and I was like at home all day, I was like, what do I do? (laughs) What do I do with myself? Like, where do I go? And then we couldn't go anywhere. So. It was a huge drastic change, which the first couple of weeks I was kind of okay with, but it got to a point where I was like, okay, I need to do something. Yeah. Something needs to happen. And then to pile on top of that, I know this episode is not about this, but all of the racial social justice movements that were happening and the um, police brutality incidents, like I was just, it was just like one thing after another. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. When is this over? We don't I mean, like 2020. Return to Cinder. <laughs> I mean, I, I really do think that the, like the racial injustice and un- unrest is related to the pandemic because especially like a lot of my white peers, when George Floyd occurred, a lot of them just seemed like that was the first time they'd ever heard the word racism, mm-hmm. which, which is not true. Like, I feel like especially like living in Atlanta, I feel like the dynamics are are a little bit different, but it was, I I think because they had so much time to like sit and like look at the TV and watch the news that like it maybe felt more jarring to them. But what I'm just saying that, because you said it it wasn't related, but I think it's 100%. Yeah. I can agree with you on that. I, I do think that it, that it had a bigger impact because we had so much time. Yeah. Um, because obviously it's been happening, yeah. but nobody really, I mean, not nobody, like some people, most of us paid attention, but a lot of us didn't, how do I say this? A lot of us didn't like had other things going on. So it wasn't necessarily a, a priority. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that on top of being out of my job for a year, <laughs> I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. So yeah. those first few weeks are rough. Yeah, that's how I handled it. I just <laughs> ruminated on what I was going to do with my life. Yeah. <laughs> I would take crazy long walks too. Like mm-hmm. I would just go for a walk for like three hours because I had nothing else to do. I didn't want to watch TV. I like could not work from home at first. Like working from home was so hard and it still is hard for me. But I would get do like two hours of work and then be like, this is not it. Yeah. I, I definitely how people adjust it because my I guess my life, even though we moved to a different office, I still got up at the same time, went, you know, went somewhere. And a lot of people, majority of people didn't do that. You know, when yeah. I got getting up every day, my routine was still the same. So when I got home, you know, I did schoolwork. And so everything was still the same to me, but you know, it was like virtually it was still different. So yeah. yeah. 
that's why I wonder how people work from home, how they, like, it, I know it really directly impacts y'all more than it kind of impacted me, you know, yeah. mentally, you know? I had to learn to be really intentional about creating, like, a structure. Because at first, I felt like I was, like, on summer break, and I would stay up till 12, wake <laughs> up right before my meeting, <laughs> um, like, wear a t-shirt to work, but, like, now, like, I get up. Um, like I get dressed, I put like jeans on, I like, you know, like I'm not like dressed up with like shoes and stuff. But not in your pajamas. But not in my pajamas, not in loungewear. Um, and I try to be like really intentional with going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time. I said intentional, not, you know, that it's a perfect system, Mm -hmm. but you know, that type of thing actually does work for me. I tried to do that. And then I would get up and say, what am, like, literally, I'm like, okay. Oh, my thought process for doing it was, I don't want to get used to, like, staying up late, waking up late, and they call me back. And I'm, like, struggling to wake up, to get to work at, they don't even know what time I went to work. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was nine. Child, I can't remember. Anyways, um. So I was like, let me just, you know, like keep my little routine. And then it got to a point where I was like, for what? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not working from home. I'm not going anywhere. Like for what reason? So I really was like towing the line of like being like, do I do something like just for the sake of doing it? Or do I like, like just chill? Like for what, like what point? Yeah. I'm not going on. So Anyways, that was my day to day. I I really did try to routine thing, but it was just no point. I would wake up, my alarm would go off at eight, and I'd be like, "Sis, what you getting up for? <laughs> what what you gonna do? What we doing right now? Watch go. <laughs> It'd be like the the daily routine would be me waking up early and move from my bed to my couch and turn <laughs> on the TV, watch <laughs> a show." make breakfast or something it's just yeah like, did you watch the news a lot while you was at home like, no following the pandemic no no i more so watched i was keeping up with it but i don't like really watch like the news daily i would, like check the news outlets on the internet okay. so i was keeping up with it that way but i really didn't turn on any like news news stuff until like the social injustice stuff was happening yeah do you feel like 15, 20 years from now, you'll look back at this, like this year and be like, dang, at least I had a year off or like, cause I mean, I've been employed, but like, I feel like I, I don't want to say I would appreciate a break, but I feel like, I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation. Yeah. Like, do you feel like you'll appreciate it or? I, I mean, I definitely do appreciate it. I feel like it was well needed. I feel like it was a reset that I needed as, as, I don't want to use the word traumatic, but as jarring, like you said, as it was, I feel like it was what I needed in my life. Um, because prior, I was very, very, I was very, very busy, quote unquote. Like there was a lot of things I wanted to do, but I said I couldn't do because I like worked random days and times or whatever mm-hmm. for my schedule. So this year has been a good time for me to kind of like reset, set my priorities again, kind of work them into my schedule at my pace because had a year. So <laughs> um, I've definitely enjoyed it because I've had a bit of a break. 
Um, but now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, break's great. Ready to go back to work, which I'm yeah. sure I'm going to hate once I go back to work. But it definitely, I, I definitely will look at it as like a well-needed, well-deserved, quote unquote, vacation yeah. that I had no control over. Yeah. <laughs> Love the reframing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so transitioning from the beginning of the pandemic to the summer, what was the hardest part of the summer and how did you find support? My summer was quite eventful because I was in the process of closing on a house. Oh. So, yeah, in, in the midst of the pandemic, you know, house shopping, you know, that was different. You know, so, you know, me and my realtor, you know, wearing masks and, you know, it, it, it was the process was different. I didn't I, I guess I was so locked down with clothes on the house to make sure my paperwork was correct with the bank. And, yeah. you know, this that whole process is a lot. So my summer was mostly trying to get that situated. And so I really didn't do what I normally do in the summertime, which is like, you know, try to get a bar, get a patio or something like that. So I was, I guess I was more focused on closing the house than anything. But I did yeah. get hang out with y'all, you know, yeah. you know, went to Piedmont Park and hung out and stuff like that. So, oh, we sure did. That was <laughs> <laughs> so I did, you know, just being, being out, because I'm, like I said earlier, I'm an extrovert. So I like to be out and be around people. Um, that's how I, you know, feed on energy, you know, like that's, mm-hmm. that's just me, you know, so I love being around people. So I love that we were able to connect to some of my friends mm-hmm. I didn't see because they was watching the news and, you know, like I'm not being around nobody, nobody. So I'm like, God, like, well, I miss you. You know, I want to see you, but I understand, you know, yeah. um, you know, being safe and stuff like that. So it was good that I did have friends that wanted to get up, you know, safely, um, I knew that the bars was out the question, the lounges yeah. was out the questions. Um, question traveling because I usually, you know, take go on vacation every summer, and that was out. Like I was like, I can't even, you know, go to the beach right now. It's not really safe to go. Yeah. Um, so my summer it was quite different, but I think buying buying my house really distracted me from the pandemic a little bit. Were you and your realtor able to go in person or were y'all doing virtual tours? Like, how did that process look? We actually went in person. We both wore our masks, but the closing process was a lot different. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I couldn't have anybody with me. Um, You know, just me and the lawyer, um, which I didn't like because I wanted, you know, somebody to be there with me. I was on the house by myself, but, you know, I did want somebody there. Um, with me in that moment and then yeah, you know, just to help. I came to do my final walkthrough nobody was yeah. here it was just me so I had the contractor take a picture of me in front of my house like well can you take a picture sir you know yeah <laughs> you know Billy Bob you know not really Dang. good with technology but he you know he, <laughs> he did an okay job <laughs> and it's a beautiful home you have a yeah. beautiful home so nice thank you guys yeah <laughs> so that was my summer <laughs> okay Trying to think of my summer. Honestly, this whole year is a blur. <laughs> okay, summer. Um, what did I do? <laughs> Honestly, I just watched a lot of TV. Um, I convinced my friend to bring me a puzzle. One of my old coworkers, <laughs> so I could work on that. What was the did question? you finish the puzzle? I did finish it. 
Um, along with mini series, I finished all seven se- seasons of Vanderpump Rules on Hulu. But I would say the hardest part mm, would still be, like I said, the uncertainty. Um, because at the beginning of the summer, like I said earlier, I was anticipating going back to work June 1st. Um, and so when that date came and went and there was no like callback, um, I was kind of like, okay, what do I do now? I need to figure out something to do. Um, I was taking lots of courses on like podcasting and virtual assisting. And so I kind of started doing dabbling in those type of things, but just not knowing what my next step or like what was next for me was probably the hardest part. Um, And then I would literally like call my mom daily, like crying, like, what do I do? I don't know. Like, what's next? Like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Like, yeah. So my mom was definitely my support. I mean, you guys too, obviously, because we had our girls' nights and stuff, but it was just literally that just not knowing like what what was gonna happen. I also feel like I had a lot of uncertainty over the summer. And like it was just really like for me, I was in school up into 2019. And so in my mind, I was like you know, like after I graduate, things are going to be great. Things are going to be splendid. And then 2020 just Mm. like hit me and like a lot of things that I had planned for myself and things that I wanted to do became just not an option. And so I spent a lot of time, I think the summer, like being okay with that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know, like I want to live abroad and I wanted to like, you know, spend time abroad. And like, that's just, like an unrealistic expectation right now yeah and so I kind of like spent some time being okay with that um but yeah as far as support goes I think y'all supported me a lot I appreciate you <laughs> our girls nights <laughs> they got me through and then like other friends um I have two friends that I speak with every week for like a small group and that was something that like we started in March and we're like okay well this will, we'll see each other like for a month and then you know like we'll go mm-hmm. back to in real life but we're still meeting <laughs> and it's been a year so yeah I think just like being really I don't know yeah intentional about like, connecting with people was really helpful but like the summer didn't really bring anything new it just kind of got you know I feel like we got into a routine of the safety yeah like got into a routine of being at home wearing a mask like it became more routine yeah over the summer and I also think it became um more like us against them like the people who want to stay inside and be a bit more safe and the people who want to like be in the bars and like you know we're not here to judge anyone but like Mm -hmm. it was just like it really became you know some people are okay with assuming that risk and then people who aren't yeah, much more polarizing. For yeah. Sure, because, um, but the other thing that I wanted to mention that I was, I'm grateful for um, over the last year is the fact that we all stay connect, stayed connected because 
we did meet in January for a small group and small group essentially got kind of obviously, you know, disrupted. And I think we had only met like what, four times prior to that happening as in like meeting and like doing either like going to do activity or like doing an actual Bible study. And so the fact that like we all stayed connected for the most part throughout the pandemic and are still like connected today is just honestly like crazy to me. I mean, it's great. It's fantastic. Not that it's crazy in a bad way, but like I'm glad that we decided we decided that we were going to still stay connected even yeah. in the midst of our small group being like disrupted like that. Yeah. I agree. And then just kind of like thinking about this past year and like how much we experienced together, like I'm really grateful for you guys. Like from all this like pandemic madness to like the elections, it was just Oh my god. We can do it all. A you crazy know what? year. I was thinking we had a good time though. Even like, did. you know, Georgia turned blue. It was like, all right, yes. let's go celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of my best memories of 2020 <laughs> was going to um where did we go to eat? Juicy uh, crab. Juicy crab and the next day. <laughs> the next day on like Piedmont and Tenth or whatever it's called. It was so much. Fun. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. 2020, I tell you. Lows and highs, for real. So, how would you say that your mental health like changed over the course of COVID or over the course of the last year as a whole? I feel like I entered twenty twenty hopeful. Like at the beginning of the year, I like my boyfriend and I broke up at the beginning of twenty twenty, and so like I was just like kind of hopeful for the year, um, and then like things just like obviously like 2020 was like not a good year you know for the world but I feel like I really blossomed into myself throughout 2020 like I think there were some really challenging parts of 2020 but I like I like who I am now more than pre-pandemic if that makes sense and so I think COVID for a while made me really depressed um but like also it just kind of let me see like the good and the bad. Like Mm -hmm. it really gave me time to like sit and think with my feelings and like, I don't know, like I feel like mental health wise, like I don't want to say it helped me, but like it encouraged me to go to therapy. It encouraged me to like talk to people about my mental health. Um, I don't know. Did that answer the question? Mm -hmm. Um, I think mental health wise for me, I was definitely like, I was definitely at a very low point for a majority of 2020 because I have learned through therapy, which I also got into last year um, or returned to that. I just don't do well in transition period periods. It's happened my whole life, like literally the the main periods in my life are times when I was transitioning from one season to another. Like when I went from high school to college, my freshman year was trash. Okay. My first semester, I was like, this is awful. So um, this whole year has been a transition period for me, obviously, because things were not the same. And so um, just me figuring out 
the best way to cope with those transition periods, because obviously there's going to be many more of them, um, was probably the best thing that I did this year. Uh, and so I came up with stuff that I needed to, that I wanted to do and did them. Um, I implemented things and I like started reading my Bible more consistently. I'm now starting to work out a little bit. Love um, it, love it, love it. <laughs> um, I watched the shows I wanted to do. I, I started going like things that I said that I wanted to wait until like I was going to do with my friends or I was going to do when I got a boyfriend or whatever. I just did them because for who, what I'm waiting yeah. on, like why? Time waits for no man. And at this point, <laughs> Like, and not to sound morbid, but like to hear the people that like did follow COVID guidelines and went to like maybe a grocery store, they did one outing and caught COVID and got it bad. And like to think that your life was like literally could be gone that quick. I'm like, let me do the things that I can do right now, like for me and not because, oh, I want to do it with somebody else. So once I started doing that, my mental health kind of like upticked a bit. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, it was very, it was very rough. But I've learned a lot. Like Maureen said, like 2020 was definitely a year of growth for me. Um, and it's so ironic because obviously everybody was preaching 2020 vision at the beginning of the year. Ooh, it's 2020 mm-hmm. And I feel like we got a bunch of clarity last year. Yeah. Um, just on how things can change, on how we operate when things change, on how yeah. we can cope better with stuff. So it was a I don't want to do it again, but no. <laughs> I learned a lot. <laughs> no. No, no. I can't no. do it again. No. no. You don't want me to live this again. <laughs> no. What about you, Tisha? Um, actually, I feel like, like you guys said, it actually came better for me. Um, you know, I went to my therapy sessions. Well, we did it virtually after that. Um, so, you know, I kept up with my therapy sessions. I worked out a lot, actually. Wow. And um, that really helped because my coworkers, uh, we were going to this gym together. But, you know, COVID, you know, because one of the doctors, like, she's like, a fitness guru, you know, I, I, I just, she like my mentor when it comes to fitness. So, you know, she had us, uh, working out and running around, you know, the job area. And then she had us, um, going to stone mountains on the weekend. Some things after work, we went to stone mountain, climbed it. And sometimes we, you know, ran around stone mountain. It was, it was hard, but it actually helped me mentally to get my focus off of what was going on in the world. Um, I journal. I always journal, but I journal a lot last year. Um, meditated um, as well. Uh, so, and then I, you know, buying a house really um, was one of the best decisions I ever made because I always felt like in my, you know, early 20s that, you know, how you got this dream, you know, you get out of high school, like when I, you know, get married, me and my husband's going to buy a house together. But actually, you know, doing it by myself I felt empowered um mm-hmm. I like empowered like I accomplished something and I didn't have to accomplish with with somebody yeah like I always envision like oh you know I have to do this with a man I have to everything has to happen with somebody 
like you said, 2020 was one of the things like, if I want something, I'm going to get it done this year. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, you know, because I was even like when I was in the process of in 2020, like in January, you know, going through with my mortgage counselor, I was like, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do this by myself. I need to. But then when COVID started, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to close in my house this year. I'm going to do this for Tisha. You know, life is short. So who knows? I might not make it to 2021. So at least I, I feel like I accomplished something in my life. Yeah. And so that's what, you know, buying the house actually done. It actually boosted my mental health. Yeah. <laughs> per se. Um, so I liked that. And then the point of, I guess, I'm, like last year, I was almost about to graduate. So that really pushed me to to keep going. Even if I wanted to quit, you know, I was like, no, I'm almost there. Like, let me just keep going. Like, all right. I might not have a, a graduation on the field like everybody else, but at least mm-hmm. I, I did it. Like, let me. So it was things in my life that actually pushed me to make sure that my mental health was on point. So, yeah. and here you are, how many days out? No, nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> that girl had to be degree. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. Okay. How did that get that out? Oh, hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, um, God too. I, I can't. God number one. You know, he he helped me with my mental health. You know, doing um, virtual church every Sunday. Like I came downstairs and like watching church. Church, is yeah, number one. Um, God, <laughs> God is going to be in the forefront of me of my mental health. Is God? So. You know what? We may, we don't even have to keep this in here, but. <laughs> but Church was detrimental to my mental health. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I think I think we should keep this in here. Okay. Um, well, then let me elaborate. <laughs> I think for me, as far as my faith is concerned, in 2020, I realized that people are people. Which I knew this before, but it just was even made even more clear. People are people, even when they're running a church. And so for me, in my experience with the church that we attended this year, the our church doing, I don't know if we want to get into it, but our church doing what it did, it kind of dissolved. There was this whole thing. Um, But I feel like it was more detrimental to, like, it was more like a breakdown to build up for me. Because it was like, dang, like, maybe I have been depending too much on my church for my faith. Maybe I put too much faith in the people that ran the church that we went to. Maybe I need to do a little bit more work on myself. Like what, like, I'm almost like, what was my faith prior to this happening? And so for Mm -hmm. me, like, even adding, like, reading my Bible, like, for myself more often, I feel like that kind of helped me like rebuild on that front because honestly I was it was like what what's the point like why anyways so me like now I've gotten to a point where I'm like I want to figure this thing out the best way I can for myself first and then I'll find a church when that will be I don't know Mm -hmm. but as of right now like I don't see myself going back to a church this year 
Yeah, I had a, I mean, we went to the same church, so I had yes. a similar situation <laughs> and experience as mm-hmm. you. I do see myself going back to church once I feel more safe COVID-wise, mm-hmm. but I do think I will be very, um, I will try my best to discern what church I go to in the sense that I feel like I was going to the church that we went to, not necessarily to socialize because sometimes like mm-hmm. just like communication there was a little funky. But like I saw that, I feel like a lot of churches in Atlanta, a lot of churches now, a lot of contemporary churches are really great at marketing. They're really great at having wonderful Instagram pages and beautiful decorations, all lovely things. I love a good ambiance. But I think what happened this past year at our church really has encouraged me to find a church that is so beautiful biblically focused Mm -hmm. that I don't want to say the outside doesn't matter because I mean I don't want to like sit on the ground maybe I should maybe God will have me make me go to a church where I'm sitting (laughs) on the ground (laughs) I I don't know I don't know but the bible is the main focus yeah exactly yeah not the production and the foo-foo and all that exactly okay that's what you know that's what that when I say church I went started watching my home church that I went for 27 years. Mm-hmm. So that's what I started watching because I'm like, well, at least I know these people yeah. and I know yeah. the teaching of this pastor and I know he teaches well and that's what I'm going to stick to right now. And and, the, and for a while when I moved to Georgia four years ago, you know, I like, you know, I started watching, you know, virtual my home church. My mom's like, we need to find you a home church. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And so then I went church shopping for years until I found the church that we, you know, all attended together. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I can't grow here. But like you said, you know, going there, I tried to get involved. I was, you know, in the greeters ministry and I tried to like, let me see what else I can join at the church. But the more and more things started coming out to the open, I was like, this, this ain't for me. Um, I don't think I'm gonna go to a church in Atlanta right now. They all <laughs> like this. I'm just gonna stick to my little Sacramento home church <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> virtually. And granted, I've I've watched things online. Maybe I should say that I don't not that I don't see myself going back until 2020, but maybe not joining a church until 2020. 2022? Um, Oh, that's what I meant. I'm sorry, girl. All these 2020. <laughs> yes, so 2022. So maybe I won't like intentionally <laughs> look at joining a church until 2022. Because I still watch like Transformation Church online and um, the Change Church I really like online. But it's not the same. It's like the community. I feel like y'all yeah. are my community. And then I got my Bible. That's all I need right now. <laughs> Yeah, I just had to say that. So we're a year and some change away from March 2020. Where are you now, um, like mentally? I would say that I'm like in the best place that I probably have ever been. Like I'm just like, not to like toot my own horn, but like I'm like, yes, I'm incredibly proud of like myself and like what 2020 made me and just kind of like my ability a year later to really adapt and like put forward the lessons I learned um I was telling y'all before 
we started recording that I just got back from my first solo trip. That's nothing I would have done in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a goal of mine. I wanted to do things by myself. And so like at the yeah. beginning of 2020, I went to the movies by myself. I went to a concert by myself. I spent 2020 by myself. And so <laughs> um, going to Chicago was something I've always wanted to go to Chicago and I've always wanted to go on a solo trip. But I, I don't think I would have done that had I not learned some of the lessons in 2020. And so I feel like I'm in a really good place now. Mm-hmm. Well, look at you. Thank you. Let me tell you, going <laughs> to the movies by yourself is unmatched. I used to do it all the time. Love it. I was telling my coworker last night that I'm so sad that um, like movies probably will not bounce back, like movie theaters. I don't yeah. think I don't know if they're gonna bounce back. Mm. But I will be so sad if they don't because. Me going to like studio movie grill, Girl. what do you mean? Some food and a little drink and sit at the little recliner. Crazy and unmatched. Okay. Uh, me too. Like I'm at a great place mentally. I actually um, is it been a passion of mine for a while, which is you know working out. And I was telling uh, the girls uh, this week about it. Oh, it's been a passion line for a while. As you know, I've been doing the YouTube videos and um, I'm actually going to start uh, studying to get my um, personal training certificate. Yeah, certified personal trainer. Um, so I'm starting. I got all my books. I got a client book and I'm going to turn this passion into a part-time gig and who knows what else it can come about with it. That. But for a while, I... Um, put on the back burner because I felt like my body wasn't like some of the girls I guess I was comparing and Mm -hmm. trying to you know to other girls that were personal trainers at this gym and I was going to I'm like well my body doesn't look like them and I don't have as much you know followers like they they do and I'm I'm not you know I didn't I was guess I was sabotaging myself Mm -hmm. when it came to it but I know this is my passion like people at work they be like okay I'm trying to focus on this part of my body what exercise should I do? What what should I be eating and stuff like that? So I'm like, people come to me for this kind of advice. So I'm like, teach you love to do this. So let's just do, do it. it. Like let's, yes. let's let's stop. Let's stop. Like 2020 helped me learn. Like if you want to do something, go for it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going for it. Yes. And let me brag on you real quick. I, I was telling Tisha how I want her to um, hold me accountable to my fitness goals. I just joined Orange Theory, and her first question was, "What are your smart goals?" <laughs> she, she is ready to coach you through anything. Book her. Link in her bio. Link. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Where's my mental health now? Kind of, really, it's the same thing as y'all. I feel like I'm in a, a different space now. I feel like I am more of an adult now um, because we made it through, okay? I think before I felt like such a kid still, but after this past year, I feel I am an adult, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Um, And also, I, I, I wouldn't say, like, before I was okay with being by myself, but I think I really just learned to, like, just be, like, You can be by yourself and do nothing. Like you don't have to always be like working or like doing stuff to still be, I don't want to use the word valuable, but like I felt so un, at the beginning of like when I didn't have a job or or weren't, wasn't doing anything, 
I just felt so not like I didn't have a purpose. Like I just felt like, I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like now I've gotten to a point where I'm okay. Like not working. Although I do want to get back to work because I'm bored, but I'm okay. Like not working. Like it doesn't, it doesn't negate my self-worth anymore. Cause before yeah. I'd be like, dang, like child, child, honestly, it's, it, and that's been within the last couple of months. Like I remember Christmas, I talked to this, talked to my therapist about this too, but at Christmas, I remember my mom asking me what I wanted for Christmas. And I told her nothing because I personally thought I didn't work all year. Like I don't deserve anything for Christmas. Like don't give me nothing. Cause I ain't have a job. And then my therapist was like, now girl, why does that even make sense? to you mm-hmm. like what you mean so I think now like within the past year like I'm kind of like okay like I'm fine like yeah I didn't have a job that wasn't my fault like that has nothing to do with me um so those are like some lessons I'm definitely taking and like I said earlier just learning how to be productive and like not shut down in the midst of a transition um so I'm definitely in a better headspace. I feel like I have more tools in my toolbox to get through the low points, which is always, Mm. you know, a win. Yeah. I really agree with what you were saying about like wanting to be busy. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of the pandemic, you let me borrow a book called um, The Ruthless Elimination or Hurry. And I only read the first couple chapters, but it was a really good book because I feel like I used to really glorify being busy and like having something to do all the time and the pandemic stopped that and even Mm -hmm. like when I moved home with my parents like really understanding like do I want to be busy do I want to hang out with these people or do I want to just like feel like I'm doing something yeah is that like what I like enjoy and so it really did make me organize my priorities what's crazy is I used to read books all the time and I stopped reading them when I got busy. And so I f- actually finished that book a couple of weeks. I didn't finish. I didn't finish the last chapter. The last chapter, I wasn't with it. But I finished majority of it. And what's crazy is in it, this may have been in the part you read too, is that they say that you being busy or you like trying to hurry or being anxious to like go to the next thing is ungodly. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you feel like God is not going to provide for you or you just feel like you have to, like, it's like this, I, I guess that, that makes sense what I'm saying, but the way he says it and lays it out, it's like, dang, like, do I actually trust God if I'm out here, like, running around thinking that I got to always be on or, like, always doing stuff? And so in reading the book, I definitely recommend it. I can give it to you, Tisha, if you want to read it. Or more. Right, I do. It sounds very interesting. Um, it just really makes you, like, want to, like, just chill out, be in the moment, figure out what exactly it is that you need to do and focus on it and not feel like you have to anticipate the next thing or, like, whatever. It takes the anxiety out of day-to-day or like your life period because you just no longer feel not that it's an end-all be-all but like Mm -hmm. after reading it I just don't feel like I have to always be like what's next what's next what's next it's more of like a a steady flow yeah Mm -hmm. that's how I should be yes as opposed because we 
it's it's the society we live in. Right. That's what I was going to. Yeah, that's what I was going to check it. Like everybody, yeah. everybody's doing something. You know, mm-hmm. you look on somebody's doing something. They doing something else, and you're like, oh, I got to Yeah. Oh, ooh, I ain't doing nothing because you know this person doing that, 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 that. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. You doing something? If you want to sit at home and want binge watch TV, you don't have to be out. Yeah. You exactly. say, hey, girl, I want to go out. If you don't feel like it, if you don't want to be on the scene, stay at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something that like, as you know, we're vaccinated and people, you know, start to go to dinners and start to, you know, do more things that I'm really trying to be, you know, aware of mm-hmm. that, like, it's okay to like, you know, still chill. You can still be a homebody, still do what's good for you. Because I feel like I, I, I feel like I used to be very go, go, go. Yeah. And I felt like I needed to be go, go, go. But I enjoyed like, once I got over, you know, a lot of 2020, then I was like, okay, this is fun. Almost like we had to detox. Yeah. It was a detox of like busy. So what like verse or like mantra helped you over the last year? Like what did you tell yourself over the year? I guess not me, mind over matter. Like, you know, um, a lot of times I feel like, you know, giving up or like, oh my you know, motivation leaves, and then that's when my mind has kicked in. Like, what did you say you was gonna do? All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't feel like working out today? Okay, but you say you want what goes in what time frame? Oh, not getting okay. yourself together. Come on, <laughs> mind over matter. All right, okay, shoot, you want it? You want this, right? Okay, get up, get up a little earlier. And you say you was gonna do it. You want to read that book? Get up, finish that book. Yeah, uh, mind over matter. That's mine. Mine is a song lyric, and I'm going to look it up so I don't misquote it. So give me one second. Um, But it's a lyric from a song called Still Wonderful. Um, And it's by Johnny Swim, who I really adore. Um, They're this singer-songwriter, husband-wife couple. Um, And the daughter is Donna Summer's daughter. And, like, I'm just obsessed with their family. They have, like, these three little cute kids. and. I act like they're my family sometimes. I'm like, oh my God. She's growing up so much. Um, okay, where is it? Okay, it says, Hurt and Hope, watch as I carry both. Not exactly as we plan, I know, but it's still good. And I just feel mm. like, for me, like I feel like 2020, like a lot hurt. But then also I was really able to find some like good moments to 2020 and just realize that like, this is really not what I planned for my life. This is not what I wanted. Um, but things are still wonderful. Things are still good. Things are still beautiful. God still has a plan. Yeah. And so I think just remembering that, like, you can't have the good without the bad. It's really love it. A word. So mine was, okay, so I can take a three off the top of my head because there was a lot. <laughs> one, the first one, the main one was um, Romans 8.20. 28 i just had to look it up i don't know that off the top of my head but it's um all things work together for the good of those who love the lord and just remembering that even though the last year was like a hot mess that it's still working together for my good Mm. and that it feels bad now but it's not always gonna feel that way um so that was one that i listen i kept telling myself because it got real rough um the other one was what's his name mike reverend mike michael something let me pull it up 
Junior? Yes. Big. Mm. That song, I listen to it all the time. It was on my Spotify recap. Um, so that's how, how much you know I listen to it. Um, Pastor Mike Jr. And then, oh wait, I have another one to add. Never Lost by All Nations. And then um, Bigger by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Off of the Lion King. Literally when I heard that song the first time I cried. <laughs> and I don't know why. But it's just such a good song. But yeah, any really any song that like literally spoke to the situation, but those main three in that verse were on repeat all year. Yeah. So I'm glad we're out of it, child. I was thinking the other day, literally driving home, that like n- since things are getting back to normal, and I I feel like we always say, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna remember this moment, I'm gonna remember this in the moment. I don't think anybody's ever gonna forget 2020. And the fact that our lives were literally like transformed for an entire year. Yeah. In a way that affected any and everybody. It wasn't just like, Oh, some people like it affected the entire world. And so to think that like, I pray that as we go back, get back into a sense of normalcy that we still remember the lessons that we learned from the last year and that we still like, try to stay true to like what we learn because you obviously can get very easy to, as you get back into stuff to forget, but there were so many good lessons from the last year for most people. And I hope that like we remember those and like hold true to the things that we learned. And stuff. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. Okay, ladies. So this was such a great conversation of the pandemic and what happened but i want to know about this past week what's your pit and peak your high and low of what happened this past week Mm, so for me i mentioned on the last episode that i think i may or may not i don't remember but um i had a job interview and i didn't get it for a job that i really really wanted and i didn't get it and I was very sad about it. So that was my pit. Um, but my peak, my peak is that this week I stood up for myself in an area that I was actually extremely stressed about. So yeah, I'll put that as my peak. Ooh, I'm proud of you for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like standing up for yourself. Like, who I put me first? Mm-hmm. What are your pits and peaks, Tisha? All right, my pick will be um they got try I, I hate to, you know, piggyback on you, but you know that job that I talked about last episode. Dang. They sent me uh they doing us dirty out here. They sent me rejection letters. So my peak was it was my birthday. The magic year 32. So um yeah, that's my peak. It was my birthday week, so the magic year. Magic, yeah, I heard that. Magic Johnson number was 32. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the magic year, uh, I got that. I copied that for my best friend. She, <laughs> she texted me that. She's like, this is your magic year. So you know what? I'm still in it. This is my magic year. If wow. Else. Now I know. <laughs> Black it's a great, great year. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm just claiming that. So it was my birthday and I'm just happy and blessed. To be 32, took myself out for a massage. And, Woohoo! 
Got my nails done, took myself shopping. And then yeah. the next day, you know, my man had the whole day playing out. So it was just a Come great- on, my okay. man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time, you know. Shoot, I ain't have to worry about nothing. This, this man look pretty, honey. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Morgan? I will start with my peak. I think last time I said that I had not been working out. So I bought a gym membership. I will be at Orange Theory four times a week, thanks to my accountability buddy. Um, So yeah, I think that's my peak. It's been a pretty good week. I don't know if I have much of a pit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not you gotta come up, honey. I've been a good week then. I mean, I guess, like, since we're talking about mental health, like, I just, I've felt, like, a little, like, finicky this week in terms of, like, I don't know, like, I've just been, like, grumpy this week. Oh. (laughs) Just on the grumpy (laughs) side, which I don't necessarily like, and there's nothing for me to be grumpy about. But, yeah, ever since I got back from my trip, maybe it was a post-trip blues. Yes. That's probably what it was. I've been grumpy since Wednesday. Like, back to reality. No way. Yeah, I've been moping around since Wednesday. So looking forward to this week. Okay, girls. So you all know we are not mental health professionals, but we do want to provide you all. Thanks for listening. But now we'll we have those links in the show. Follow us on IG at the letter OK Girl Let's Talk and send us a message to let us know what you think about today's conversation and what we should talk about next. Until next time.